Hello, listeners. It's me, Rachel, with Perfectly Imperfect Me 365. And I owe you an apology if you're listening. Um, first, if you actually even noticed that I didn't do a podcast last week. But for those who didn't, then hey, we're all good. Um, I just got completely busy, to be honest with you. And every time I wanted to do one and thought of it, just something else got thrown in my way. So Here's the thing. I'm doing something today and I want to talk about something today that is very difficult to talk about for many, Um, myself included, actually, because I will share something personal with you guys. But in light of everything that has happened with Twitch, I want to talk about what it's like when somebody dies by suicide. Um, More importantly, I want to talk about how things don't always appear as they are, right? Or maybe things aren't as they always appear. You know, that old saying you'd hear, don't judge a book by its cover. And I think this is a perfect example right here um, about not judging a book by its cover. So let's just talk a little bit about this. But before I do, I want to just kind of highlight or not highlight, but I just want to make a point that this can be very triggering for many. This can be difficult to listen to. If um, this might be hard for you, then it's okay. You don't have to listen to it. Maybe you listen to it with a friend, you know, um, maybe you don't, but that's okay. But I think it's important to really talk about what the world is talking about today, and that's Twitch. And, you know, it's interesting because um, my sister actually sent a post to us and said it was a really sad day in the dancing community and because of what happened. And I have to be honest with you, I didn't actually even know him by his name, Twitch. Um, So once I looked him up, I realized I knew exactly who she was talking about. And it definitely broke my heart because he's young, he's vibrant, he had three kids, he had a beautiful wife. He was a fabulous dancer, right? I remember watching him on, you know, So You Think You Could Dance and even just on Ellen's show. So I got thinking, you know what? This podcast is about not being perfect, being vulnerable, sharing some things that I might have gone through, but more importantly, just talking to those who may not be able to go someplace and talk. So what I want to talk about is the fact that although people might appear perfect, put together, enthusiastic, so happy on the outside, many people suffer inside and many people suffer alone. And the reason that many people do is because of the shame that they might experience about feeling down, feeling depressed, feeling, you know, even like they don't want to stay present in the world anymore and live. And a lot of that does come because we as a society have created and a belief that if you have everything and you have it all and you have a great job and, you know, then honestly, like, what do you have to be sad about? Right? So I get why many people don't speak out about it, about wanting to end their life, wanting to die by suicide. I get it. Right? I work with many fabulous people on a daily basis who struggle to stay alive. They use the skills that I teach them to be present, to just get through that one moment and choose to live rather than choose to act on an emotion at that moment, right? Many people 
don't discuss how they feel, right? Maybe they actually are saying to themselves, I have it all. Like, what's there to be sad about, right? Somebody's going to call me a, a brat, spoiled, maybe judge me if I express these things. This is how I'm feeling. And you know what? There might be some people that will say that. In fact, actually, I think there are because, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen some messages and different things of, you know, comments like that. And that sucks. I mean, it really, really sucks, right? Because at the end of the day, nobody has a clue what Twitch, what Robin Williams, what anybody who chose to die by suicide was thinking, feeling with inside themselves at that very moment. And just because somebody has it all, just because they have a beautiful family, a beautiful wife, kids, husband, the best job, all the money in the world, I can't buy you happiness, right? So if you are listening right now and you're experiencing some thoughts that you just don't want to be here, I'm asking you to not use this podcast as therapy, but I'm asking you to reach out to somebody that you care about, somebody that you trust. How about that? Right. And just let them know how you feel. Because I have to tell you, back in September of 2021, I had an incident on my tri bike. I can't even call it an accident because honestly, like I didn't fall. I didn't trip. That typically happens while I'm running. Um, but I hit a pothole in my arrow bars. And I guess I happened to be so lucky that the way my neck went and the way my shoulders went in opposite directions, it caused me to have this intense pinched nerve that radiated so much pain down to my forearms that it was actually diagnosed as um, uh, cervical radiculopathy. Can't even spell it. However, I could tell you what it fucking feels like, and it was pain, pure hell. I would have loved my husband to chop off my arm. I couldn't get answers. I had seen some of the best specialists, the best surgeons, um, and nobody could give me an answer, right? They just wanted to give me medication to take away, help my pain and my nerve, right? I had test after test. I had two cervical epidurals, but I didn't have any relief. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't exercising. So if you know me, and many people who do listen to this do know me that exercise is a huge part of my life, right? I'm crabby on a day that I don't typically exercise. Now imagine me going for months without exercising. I was in 24-hour pain in my forearm and my neck, and I couldn't sleep. So that was just a complete clusterfuck of me being not happy, okay? And I'm not going to lie and not paint this pretty picture to say that I dealt with it really well because I didn't at all. There were moments that I'd take my dog for a walk and I would observe a car passing by and a thought would come to my mind that oh, it's not moving fast enough, right? I think I even asked my husband one night at two in the morning when I couldn't sleep for the fifth or sixth night in a row, if he would actually <clears throat> just kill me. Now, maybe I was being, you know, not serious at that moment, but in that moment, I really think I was just wanting that pain to stop. Okay. Not many people actually knew how depressed, how much pain I was in, because guess what? I appeared to have it together. I appeared to be strong. Many people wondered why I wasn't exercising. However, 
I appeared on the outside as if everything was fine. My husband knew it wasn't. My kids knew it wasn't. I let them order Uber Eats every single night. That was a huge sign because aside from me not being a great cook, I tried to make something for dinner. But for a few weeks, I just said, ah, screw it. Order Uber Eats, whatever the hell you want. Because I struggled. And it was a couple of months that I struggled. And it was not until I went to a chiropractor who I never believed in. And I apologize right now, but I'm also going to give you any chiropractor who might be listening. Shout out because the chiropractor actually saved my life in more ways than one. And he got rid of my pain. So maybe it was the fact that I had nothing to lose in my mind to try the chiropractor because I used to be petrified of them. Like, oh my gosh, if they crack my neck, they break my neck. I envision those chickens, you know, unfortunately, um, when they, you know, break their necks. I envisioned myself like being broken. And then I thought to myself, well, what the heck? If he breaks my neck, what's the worst that happens? I die, right? I'd be out of my pain. That's how much pain I was in. Fortunately, I had a lot of support and I had a lot of skills to know that I had nothing to be ashamed about, right? It's how I felt. Many people struggle every day with pain. What you see on social media, guys, is not life, okay? I don't really know many people who post how miserable they are, how they're, they hate their partner, how they hate their kids. I don't think anybody does that, right? Most people post the feel good, like warm and fuzzy things, okay? Why? Because society has, again, created that that's what we want to see. That's what all the social media is there. Who cares how many likes you get on a post? Who cares if you have so many friends? Social media is just social media, okay? So what I want to say is that if you're suffering, if you are struggling, you're not alone, okay? You don't have to suffer alone. You can reach out. If you don't feel there is somebody safe within your circle, that is okay. Find somebody that you feel or you do believe can be safe, all right? Find a therapist, find a community, find a support group. You're not alone. You don't have to be alone. You don't have to suffer alone. And I'm asking those of you who have never experienced having one single thought of wanting to exit this earth to be mindful of not judging a book by its cover and being able to recognize that not everything is as it appears that just because somebody has money, just because somebody has a beautiful life from the outside, right? Doesn't mean that they don't have things to be sad about. So I'm going to end this with just asking everybody to be kind. Okay. If you've hurt somebody's feelings, apologize. It doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means that you care about that person. If you are struggling, please find somebody to reach out to. Call the suicide hotline. They're there. Okay. You don't have to be alone. You don't have to suffer alone. And this too will pass. So it's just a moment. 
then I ask you to choose you, okay? And to be present to this life, even if it is a shitty one at this moment, it doesn't always have to be. So what I'm gonna leave everybody with, which I might've said that already, which again, perfectly imperfect me, is just be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And more importantly, don't act on the emotion of shame because you're sad about something. Or maybe you don't even know what the hell you're fucking sad about or depressed about. Most people feel what they feel because of many things that we add to it, such as judgments or even just like assumptions. But I'm just saying you don't have to act on exiting this world. Okay? The pain is temporary. No matter how painful it is, it is temporary. In all my years of doing private practice, I don't think anybody's ever come to me and said, I am so super happy. I love everything about my life. I'm going to go take it now. So it makes sense why people think that's an out when they're in their darkest, deepest, worst black hole ever. But that black hole doesn't have to stay black forever or even for a long time. So be kind to yourself, be kind to the world, be kind to people around you and just reach out and maybe ask somebody if they're okay. Because maybe that one question will help them choose life. Again, thanks for listening. Perfectly Imperfect Me 365. This is Rachel. I'm getting a little bit better at the technologically piece of this. So hopefully you can hear me. Have a great day. Happy holidays. And I will be back.